Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. It's John Bozica, 10 until noon, Monday through Friday. Here on 1480 WHBC. So like I said before I went to break, I I've had some new experiences again in the last week. No, they're not new experiences because I've done them before. I mean, I've done them my whole life until last year. I would go everywhere without a mask on. I wouldn't worry about where I was going, who I was going to see, what I was going to see, what I was going to do. I just went there and didn't really think about mask wearing. Now the last year I've thought about, well, do I have a mask? Even even now that I'm starting to like kind of ease my own restrictions, I still am thinking, where's my mask? Where's my mask? I have to make sure I have it. So I still always keep it. My question, though, this morning as we bring in our first guest, Dr. Badiel Nemer, is basically whether or not things like that are actually safe for us to do. Dr. Elnemer, great to hear your voice again this morning. How are you, sir? Good, good. I'm doing great. I can't complain, John. Good. I'm I'm so glad to hear that. And thank I'm, you. I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure life has kind of calmed down a bit for you here. I hope recently in the last uh, couple weeks. But you know, I know there's a lot of people out there that are, are asking the same questions as me, Dr. Elnemer, and they're thinking, you know, we've gone so long wearing masks and being socially distant and doing all of these things. Is it really safe for us to stop doing those things? Well, John, I obviously have been, uh, you know, things slowed down for, from the COVID perspective uh, uh, compared to, you know, where we were a year ago. Uh, we're, we're busy with everything else. You know, hospitals and, and healthcare is really still overwhelmed with a lot of other illnesses and sicknesses and different other infections. And it will become uh, easy to miss uh, a case of COVID when you're focused on everything else and not keeping it in the back of your mind. And when you're going in a patient room and thinking of a lot of things and now, but you know what, what if this patient has COVID? And you'll be surprised with the surprises that we are facing on daily basis. And a lot of physicians could share this with you. Yes, COVID has slowed down. Yes, it's not overwhelming like back in the day. Yes, a lot of, uh, you know, Americans have got the vaccine, which is, you know, I applaud them for this. And I'm very proud of, uh, you know, of our, of our population, you know, just for doing everything. But it, it becomes easy to let your guard down when it's uh, uh, still still circulating. And don't forget, last last year was was a different story where we didn't have the vaccine, you know. But things slowed down a little bit in the summer and then picked up back in the fall. We don't know what's going to happen. And and I'm not really, you know, you and me talked about this. And uh, I'm, you know, when outdoors is, is 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 a great place to be, where you know whether you're hanging out with friends and family. But we still, when you are doing things like flying, going into places like the mall, dealing with people for a long period of time indoors. Uh, me, myself, you know, I can't speak for everyone, but I'm not comfortable not wearing the mask when I go to these uh, areas where I'm not familiar with, with, with the people around me. If I'm not sure if someone is sick, someone is standing in the, you know, checkout line for, you know, probably sometimes for like five, six minutes and, uh, and you're very close to people. And letting our guard uh, down so quickly, it's, it's, it's not the right thing in these settings, you know. I, I'm enjoying outdoors. I'm, I'm doing things as you are doing probably, and a lot of people are excited to do. 
but still there's a time and place for the mask and and uh, uh, I'm not giving on that up yet because I still see it people are still getting sick you'll be surprised that people in the ICU where people on the floors, and when they come in here, they're really sick like back in the day, and some of these people are requiring hospitalization. They can tell you, even though it's not happening with the big numbers that we saw last year, but still intense and still worth taking the precaution for the 20 minutes you're spending in the mall or, or, or the grocery store and, and things like that. It is worth it for me and for my family. Even though I'm vaccinated, but I'm still seeing breakthrough infections in a very small percentage of people that are not developing much of symptoms or they're testing positive because they were exposed, but they were not showing a lot of uh, manifestations of the illness. And that goes along with the data from the vaccine where you still have 5 to 10% of people you still have going to get infected no matter what. You know, Dr. Alnimer, I know that not everyone is going to get vaccinated. That was never really the thought that that was going to be the case. But what do we do now to encourage people that are still on the fence? How do we encourage them that it's the right thing to do, that it's the safe thing to do, and that it's the best thing to do? How do we encourage that thought? Well, you know what? It's, it's funny you, you, you're asking, uh, you know, it's not funny, but like it's really in a good place because I was talking to a physician, a friend of mine, a couple of days ago, and I told him, you know what? It's just uh, we got the vaccine. I'm getting my, you know, my kids, you know, when they're, in the, you know, 14, 15 years old, I'm giving him the vaccine, and his, all his friends are getting vaccinated. And there's a really good wave of these youngsters, man. They're really embracing this because they want to go out. They want to do things. They want to hang out with their friends. And they don't want to be a vector to transmit the infection to family members and friends. So they said they're really, you know, uh, responsible. All my, 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 you know, my kids' friends in that category that's approved, uh, the vaccine is approved through for them. They're really excited to take it, and a lot of them are taking it. They're doing, you know, they're doing well. We have the data. We have the safety. The friend of mine, when I was talking to him, and his kids were in the same grade like mine, and he said, I told him, how do you convince people? He said, well, you know, I, I tell a lot of my patients, which, I mean, obviously, I can't prove it 100%. He said, look, in the next couple of years, you're going to get either COVID infection itself or you're going to get the vaccine. You know, there's no, no way around it. Something's going to happen because, uh, you know, you get 99% of population gets the flu. You know, very few people never get it, never get certain infections, let's say. But, you know, that's a good argument. I told him, you know what, that's a really valid point because the next couple of years, whether the fall comes in, the winter comes in, you either get the COVID or you get the COVID vaccine. And which one would you rather deal with? We know something safe, something that a lot of people have taken it. You and me got it, John. Or you want to deal with the COVID that you're taking a gamble on it. It could be mild disease, but it could be a devastating disease. And, and let me tell you, I've met, you know, patients here in my office, in the hospital, everywhere. They have this small percentage, but significant uh, uh, consequence of this uh, brain, what they call fogginess or, 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 or difficulty speaking or difficulty breathing, even months into the infection. And it was pretty uh, life-modifying uh, uh, experience for them, you know? Yeah. So it happens, uh, and I've seen it in my office, and I've seen it here at the hospital. They told me the same thing. So it's, uh, it's serious, and I always tell them, you have the, a known vaccine. We have, been, we have data for the last six months. We have uh, the, the COVID that will give you an immediate life-threatening complication. Which one would you want to rather deal with, you and, and your family and your parents and your kids and grandkids? You know what I mean? For me, it's just like a, 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 it's, it's a, it's a simple answer for me. Uh, but uh, And I hope that people will embrace this, will read about it more and read reliable resources, as we said, educate people and not force them. I, I respect their freedom. I respect their choices. Uh, but I want people to kind of educate themselves and, and choose the right thing for themselves. 
I'm in agreement with you. It was an easy decision for me as well and for all my loved ones. They felt the the same way. Dr. Badia Elnemer is my guest, infectious disease specialist. Dr. Elnemer, last question for you. I know we talked so much about this, you know, months ago. We said herd immunity, herd immunity. It's something that we need to hit. Based on what you're seeing now, are we ever going to hit herd immunity in this country? Uh, it is, uh, you know, obviously, it's, it's, as the population that has received the vaccine so far close to, you know, 60, 63% on the last data, 50% got only one dose. Uh, now, um, historically, they're talking about above 70, 75% uh, if you want to get that population immunized. But then uh, you have another percentage of people who got the infection itself and you have some sort of asymptomatic carriers and maybe developed uh, antibodies. I really don't think I know the real answer for this, and I don't think anyone else knows about it because this is a, a very novel infection that we have never dealt with before. So we're not sure what's going to happen if we develop the herd immunity for the majority of population. We are all immune to it. Are we going to have a mutation? Because that's what it comes down to. I mean, look at influenza. You got like herd immunity for one year, but then are we going to have a major, you know, a shift or a drift in the in the virus uh, itself with the genetic components? that will make it really not responding to the vaccine, or we're going to learn hopefully by in, in the fall that this will be okay. What's circulating in other parts of the world will come to us eventually, and we'll know if we're able to, uh, um, to survive with the same vaccine and have this immunity that will protect us, or we're going to get another vaccine every year for it, which is, I am okay with it. You know, if we'll avoid all this mortality and, and the death and all of this closing businesses and people losing their livelihoods with having a vaccine once a year, if that's what it comes down to, you know what you think about it? Yes. Uh, it's, again, it's another simple answer for us. And we're going to monitor the data of all the safety for the vaccine one year after the other. And so much data coming out and supporting that vaccine was really a good decision. And I hope everyone embraces it. Dr. Badia Nemer, infectious disease specialist. I always appreciate the time, sir. And uh, I know our visits aren't going to be quite as often, but uh, I look forward to the next time we chat. All right, my friend? Absolutely. And you have a great day and uh, stay safe. Enjoy your summer. Thanks. You too. You you. as well. Thank you.